Thank you, uh, Linden Alliance elders, for uh, the prayer for Vange and myself. We that was um, very great. We appreciated that very much. Um, again, I want to say welcome, first of all, to those of you that are watching, maybe first-time visitors. So glad to have you join us today. Uh, hoping that you can connect to us through Facebook further and through uh, other means. Uh, we'd love to assist you in any way that we can. Today is um, uh, just a couple things I want to remember, first of all. Um, one is that Bob and Karen, uh, Bob shared last week about the, the ministry um, was it last week or the week before, about the ministry to the Rohingya people and the food. And I got an email from him this week just saying thanks for uh, those that have supported them in the, the ministry, the migrant ministry. So thanks for uh, those of you that have sent money in for that. Just they appreciated that. They just wanted you to know that as well. Also today, I, wanna, I want us to remember too the uh, situation that transpired last week in, in Nova Scotia. Um, I've talked to a few people this week who are affected by that, and um, I know that the churches today in Nova Scotia are just uh, still, re still reeling, trying to figure out what in the world happened uh, last Saturday, Sunday there in Nova Scotia with the death of 22 people. So let's, let's remember to pray for them and the churches that are there and for God to move in the midst of that incredible uh, crisis, in the midst of another crisis that's going on. Um, just unbelievable. So remember to pray for them as well. Uh, yeah, well, today is uh, last message um, I get to preach here, at least at Linden Alliance, in, and um, it, this is a different kind of a Sunday, and uh, I know there's many people that are tuned in from various locations, and uh, in Canada and around the world, and we're glad that you're able to join us today, but this is... Um, be kind of a different message, so it's, it's, gonna, it's almost more for people of Linden Alliance, but I think it'll apply to everybody. Um, there, there's some, some verses that God's been given to me over the last while that have been running through my mind, and um, some of them have been running through my mind for the last eight years almost, and some of them, and God's brought them back, and the one that came to my mind was the one out of Haggai chapter 2, verse 6, six and 7, and I want to just share that, um, share that verse with you and just want to read it. Again, it says, this is what um, this verse God used for us back eight years ago when God called us here. Uh, part, of, part of this verse, or part of this passage. And, um, and I just want to share it again, because I think it's relevant for today. Um, he says there, this is what the Lord Almighty says, In a little while I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and what is desired by all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. There's something about that passage about, about what God is doing in our midst. Um, God is shaking not just um, our country, but He's shaking, literally shaking the world. And, and if you would have, when I first, when that verse came to my mind a, f a couple of months back, um, I would have never perceived it to be in this kind of light, that God was going to shake it in these kinds of ways. Um, I thought it had more to do with us and God calling us out of here, but it seems that maybe God had more than that in mind when he was, when he was penning that, that verse and when he gave it to us, and when he gave it to us way back when, and when he gave it to even Pocky. Pocky shared it here a few months back. And I, I think God is in the midst of doing something. I think God wants to get our attention. He, he wants to grab us. He wants us to, to, to wake up. And I actually talked to some 
uh, to a young guy this week who said that, he said God, God was getting him and his family's attention, um, calling them to himself in a deeper way. And, and I sense God is doing that more, more than just for him and for that family. And I think God is calling all of us and he's waking us all up to this sense of saying, hey, I, I want to know you. I, I want to draw you into my presence. I, I want to I be close to you. I, wanna, I want to shape you. I want to make you into the kind of men and women that I want you to be. And, and God is doing that. God has been doing that here in Linden uh, through Linden Alliance. And we're so grateful for that. But I think God has more than that that God wants to do. And God is kind of shaking us all, including not just the church, but us beyond, the, all the people beyond the church, all the people that are even watching us today, who may not have normally would have watched us two months ago, but now are, you're tuning in. And we're grateful for that. And we pray that the message that Jesus offers, the message of hope and the message of assurance and the message of grace and mercy would would come across and that you would discover the kind of grace and mercy that God has given to us as well. We, I mean, all Linden Alliance wants is that God be glorified, that we learn to love God and love people. You've seen that flash across the front of the screen over and over again several times this morning, and that's what, that's what we're about. That's what God is about, about us loving Him and us loving other people. There's, there's another verse that it's come to my mind in the last little while, and, and, it's, and it's this one from Isaiah chapter 43. And, and it's something, it's, it's, it's a great verse. It was given to me uh, last fall by somebody, a, a visitor in our church, but it, it's come back to me in recent weeks. And, and Isaiah says this, he says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Isaiah 43, 19. It's a great verse. I, I, I spent some time thinking about and reflecting on what God was saying there. He started, starts off by saying, he says first, he says, See, I am doing a new thing. And, and God wants us to know that He is doing it. He says, I am doing it. It's not us. It's not, it's not the world. It's not COVID-19. It's not anything else. God says, See, I him doing a new thing. Perhaps it's a new wineskin that God is bringing us into. Perhaps it's a new model of doing ministry. Perhaps it's a new relationship, a deeper relationship with Jesus. Perhaps it's, it's, it's peeling back, as Hebrews says, about peeling off the stuff that's hindering us from going deeper with Jesus. Perhaps it's, it's discovering Jesus for the very first time and going, like, Jesus would really love me? That Jesus could really love me? Perhaps, perhaps that new thing is, is more than that. Maybe, or for someone else, it's maybe stepping outside your comfort zones, doing something that you've never done before in the way of loving people. Perhaps it's, it's surrendering to Jesus in a new way. Or maybe a new calling or a new opportunity to step out into, into new ways in which God is calling you to, to trust Him. Um, the Christian life is just that. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a life of faith. It's, it's not something that we can get comfortable with and just kind of cruise along. No, Jesus says it's a life of faith. It calls us to a new journey, to, a, to new steps of faith, to something that we've never done before, to a new experience of God, to a new, experience, new way of, of relating to people that we've never ever related to people before, and new ways of peeling stuff off of our lives so that we can become closer to Jesus and closer to other people, and all the baggage that from our past no longer hinders us. And so when, Jesus, when God says, yeah, I'm doing a new thing, it could be all those things, and even more. He goes on to say, 
He says, it says, he says, now it springs up. Well, guess what? We're in the midst of spring here. And uh, spring in, a, in, a very, in all kinds of ways. Spring in the sense that farmers are getting ready to plant their, plant their crops around us. The grass is going to start sprouting. People are going to plant seeds in their garden. And gardens are going to start to grow. And maybe some of you are watching from areas where, where you've got a full... Your, your garden is already up and your crops are already ripe, almost ready for harvest if you're watching from the southern hemisphere. But, but God says here, he says, look, so now it's going to spring up. Now, another aspect that we could see is that God has, has allowed just, you know, we, we see this virus that's kind of sprung up out of nowhere. We, we never saw it coming. We never saw this virus coming. Two months ago, most of us would have, we said, oh yeah, it was something way on the other side of the world. It wasn't affecting us at all in any way, shape, or form. And yet, all of a sudden, it sprung up out of nowhere. And then God, and then God says this. He says, do you not perceive it? Do you not see it? Can, like, in other words, it's almost like you got to open your eyes to what's going on. Don't, don't have your head buried down. Look up to see what's going on because I want to show you what I'm doing in the world. I want to show you that I am doing a new thing. This new thing that I am doing, I want you to see it. In other words, it's possible that we could miss what God is doing because He's saying to us, do you not perceive it? Don't, can't you see that it's actually happening, what's going on around you? It's easy to miss it. It's easy to miss it if we're not looking for it. He goes on to say that, that he's, he's making a way in the wilderness and, and, and the springs in the wasteland. And I thought about that. I thought, you know, we, we live in self-isolation, which is kind of a little like a wilderness. You know, everyone's kind of by themselves or at least huddled in their own little homes and it's hard to connect and touch, touch connect with people and so on. And God says, look, I'm going to make a way in the wilderness. Wherever you are, in the wilderness that you're facing, whether it's the co this crisis we're facing or whether it's a, a wilderness of a sickness or loss of jobs or family, separation from family or whatever, God says, in the wilderness that you're facing, I'm going to make a way. I'm going to be there. And more than that, he says, it's going to be like springs in the wasteland. Now, I, the word springs that's used here is not like a small little trickle like the, like the Nihil Creek. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not, it's bigger than that. It's, it's more like a river. It's, it's like, the mighty peace, the, like the mighty Peace River or the Tigris or the Euphrates or the Mississippi or the Amazon. It's large, it's big. And it's not just a small little creek that runs by the house. This is huge. And God says he's going to make streams like that, rivers like that in the, in the wasteland. In other words, the wasteland is a place where where, where, where it's dry, it's arid, where there's no moisture, where there's, everything is dead. And Jesus says, I'm going to send water into, that, into those places. And I'm going to bring life. I'm going to do a new thing. A new thing that will just shake the world. God has great things for us. God has great things for us. And He wants us to seek Him. And as, as, I've, as I've heard a couple of different individuals have written and, and, and spoken and said on different things that I've been reading and watching lately in the last week or so, they said, this is, this is uh, in these days, nobody's an expert. We don't know how to, to, to forge ahead. We don't know what, what's gonna, what tomorrow holds for us. We don't know what the, the antidote is for this COVID-19. We don't know what the vaccination is. We don't know how, we, how the healing will take place. There is no precedent in this before that any of us 
in living memory have ever experienced like this. And even in regard to how we're meeting as a church, how we're meeting as people, this is, we, we've never had the opportunity to experience this before. We've never had the challenges of this before. And so everything is new. How do you lead in the midst of this? That is tough. That's a tough, tough lead. And yet it's, it's calling out the best of us. Calling out the best that God has given to us. And so, it's, it, so we need to look around. We need to see and ask and saying, God, what, are the, what, are, what is working somewhere? What, how can we do things differently in order to see your kingdom come, your will be done on this earth? These are uncharted waters by far. And we need to press in and move in and believe that God has something great for us in these days. Whatever that may be. Because normal is never going to be normal the way we had it. There's going to be opportunities and experiences and ways that we will get to express ourselves and minister to people and touch people's lives that we have never, ever had opportunity to do so before. And God will, those, those doors will continue to remain open whenever norm, we return to whatever normal seems to be. Those verses, out of, that verse out of Isaiah, chapter 43, where he says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the, in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Lastly, I want to say a few words. Um, and these have more to do with Linden Alliance people than it does to those that might not be part of our local, local church here. But um, I, I, on behalf of Vange and myself, we just have really appreciated the, the almost eight years we've been here. Um, it has been just um, a joy. Um, it's been filled with challenges. It's, it's been an... Uh, yeah, there's just, we're, we're just so thankful and so appreciative of, of the church as a whole. This has been an amazing body to be a part of. We've seen God do so many amazing things. Vange and I were talking even yesterday about, about some of the people that we've had a chance to connect with. Um, some in face-to-face -face, uh, visits we've bumped into. Uh, one person even tracked us down at the transfer station yesterday and wanted to thank us. And, and so it's, it's weird how it's different. There's a different, different way of saying thank you and farewell and goodbye, but all, it's all rolled into one. But, but it's, it's, been a, it's been amazing to see how God has been working in people's lives. I mean, so many people have told us of how God, some of the works that God has done in your life in these last, in these last few years, and how God has called people out. I mean, Linden Alliance Church is hopefully like what, most other, what, what every church should be, and that is that it's a hospital. It's a place for broken people, for people that are hurting, for people, for people that are wounded, for people that are grieving, for people to come and to find help and, and hope in Jesus and along with a few other people who will rally along beside them and, and, and be with them. And, and there's just been so many faces that Vange and I have, have reflected on in the last week and some of their journeys and how we've seen God do great works and we've, God's allowed us to kind of just stand on the sidelines and watch some of the changes he's brought about in people's lives. People that have experienced loss and grief. Uh, people that have, have gone through great suffering, through, through death and other kinds of experiences and, and separation from family members and things like that have brought just huge. And, and we've seen how God has worked in your life. And we just give thanks with you. Um, others of you that have faced all kinds of brokenness and how... Us and others from Linden Alliance have come alongside in that sense of brokenness and been there for you. 
Um, how, how God has brought about healing for others. Physical healing, emotional healing, spiritual healing. Um, God has just done so many amazing things in people's lives and we're just, just miracles of grace that we just celebrate. That God is so, so good in allowing us to be able to see that and we just rejoice with so many of you in that way. For others, um, you've, we've, we've watched you and kind of come alongside you within you've been, um, you, God's allowed you to experience freedom from sin and, and your past sin or current sin, stuff that's been struggles and struggles and struggles with you. And it's just been so amazing to see God step into your life and God come in and bring new sense of freedom and new sense of hope to your life sense of, of freedom from sin, even freedom from, in some case, from demons. And it's just been amazing to see the kingdom of God advance in ways, in, in ways that God alone can get the glory for. How God has brought new light into your life. How, how God also, for many others, of how God has allowed you to experience a greater, deeper sense of intimacy with Him. As you've just begun to discover who God is in deeper ways, how much God really loves each one of us and how God cares for you and how God views you and sees you as his son and as his daughter. Uh, for others of you, you've just maybe started coming to Linden Alliance in the last little while and the journey is just starting to be new and you're beginning to discover some of these things about what God is doing and God can do in you and through you and you've begun to see that in different individuals' lives. And so we welcome you. We're so glad God has brought you to be a part of our church. And for some of you, some of you have come back. Um, and that's been exciting to see too, how some of God has brought some of you back. You've been on a various journeys in different places and God has brought you back to Linden Alliance. And, and you've felt like this is home. This is family to you. We've got that sign here on, in, in the coffee room where we're, doing, we're broadcasting from and it says, welcome home. And for many of you, that's what this has been. It's been like a welcome home for you. And so... We're so glad to be able to open our arms and, and welcome you back and to see you connect back into, into a body. Lastly, um, in the greater way, there's been so many of you that Vange and I have had a chance to kind of be shoulder to shoulder with and uh, come alongside and journey with and, uh, and see you and try and encourage you along and, and, uh, and you've allowed us to use our gifts and hopefully we've allowed you to use your gifts um, and, and see God do some great things in, in so many of your lives. Um, that's, it's been awesome to, to go with you and to journey with you and to learn from you. So many, I've learned so much from so many of you about ideas and, and ways in which we can do ministry together, new ideas, new things we can do. And, and all the way along, I know at least Vange and our, my heart, our, our heart has always been, even the words from John chapter 3, verse 30, where, where John the Baptist says, uh, this of Jesus. He says, he must become greater and I must become less. And John's whole desire was that Jesus would be put out in front and Jesus would be exalted. I know for many of you that are leaders here in our church, many of you are, that are serve in our church, um, in so many different areas, that has been your desire. Um, from the youth and kids and prayer and worship and connecting and men and women's ministries, from, from care ministries and hospitality and potluck and library and lodge ministries, sound and tech, you guys have really stepped up big times. Most of, some of the guys, some of them are sitting here today. We thank you for that. Care group leaders and uh, facility upkeep and repairs and decorations and constructions and work bees and volunteer groups and yards and I don't know, did I say small groups? Yeah, I guess so. There's just so many areas of ministry that so many of you have been a part of. And it's been exciting to see, it's been exciting for us to watch how, what the things that God has been doing in your, in your life. 
And lastly, there's kind of two groups that I want to kind of really identify because they're the ones I've probably worked the closest, the closest with. And that has been those, uh, the elders and staff. Um, when I first came here, there was uh, four, four guys that were, on, were part of the elders board. Um, Pocky, who led us in worship this morning. Um, Alan Andres, who um, has retired now from being an elder. Uh, Mitch and Clark, you saw them both in the, in the elders when the elders were praying for us. Those four men were the ones that came on, were, were on the leadership when I first came here. And, and they, they gave incredible wisdom and guidance to, to me as I first came on and just stood behind us and encouraged us. And uh, others that kind of joined them along the way were Shane and, and, uh, and Ron. And I just thank God for those men and the wisdom that they have brought. Um, for the encouragement that they've given, for the opportunity to, um, to succeed and the opportunity to fail, the opportunity to hear the crazy ideas that I come up with. And, uh, and sometimes they're crazy and they go to the crazy side. <laughs> but other, others are good ones and, and they allow us to, to step out in faith and, and trust God for those areas. And I'm just so thankful for those men that they have, they have uh, supported us and believed in us and encouraged us in that way. And then there's been two new elders that have come on recently. Um, Alex and uh, Peter. And uh, Peter I, I know quite a bit more because Peter was kind of on, on board here when I first came and he was part of the youth ministry when I first started out here. And, and so we've, we've seen both of these young men kind of grow and, and God has, has raised up these four elders that we have right now, Peter, Alex, and uh, Clark and Mitch. In, in new days and in special ways, he's given them um, to this church. And I, and I believe that they have a huge heart for the church. They have a huge, huge heart for God. That They want God's will. Nothing more, nothing less, and nothing else. And uh, I know that they, they don't have all the answers, but I know that if you pray for them and support them and encourage them, God will, and rally around behind them, God, God will give them wisdom in the coming days. Um, I also want to just say thanks to Alan. Uh, Alan is kind of, um, Alan Andres has been a, a, a great gift to me um, in that just about every week that he's been in town, he's come and prayed. And even when he was away on vacation, we'd often connect via phone or whatever and chat. He would often come and pray for me and encourage me. And that has been a huge, huge impact for me personally. And I just want to say thanks to him on that. And then, of course, the staff, the custodial staff. There was Deb and Christina, Joanne and Susan. You ladies have worked so hard. Wanda is a bookkeeper. You guys, been, she's been great. You've been great as well, Wanda. And then for the admin staff, uh, I know Jess Bridges was, there, was here for a short time when I first got here, and then Penny took over, and then, of course, the last almost two years has been Jane. And, and especially uh, Penny and Jane, you, uh, you have put up with a lot reading my hydro, hy, hy, hyper, hydroglyphics? Hy, hieroglyphics. Can I get the right word there? And uh, my handwriting and attempting to, to read that and, and decipher it, it's been a challenge. And, I, and it's been great to come alongside you and work with you and, and to see God use the gifts that God has given to you as well as um, just, I just praise God for the, what you've given. For the interns that Linden Alliance has had too, that I hope that uh, Matt and Michael, you guys have learned from me as much as I've learned from you. Um, and lastly, but not least, Jorge, my brother, who's here in the, in the studio, here in the, in the, in the coffee room. Uh, it's been a great joy to share with you. Um, 
And as we joked about before we started this morning, we're actually almost wearing the same shirts. I don't know how many times we showed up on a Sunday and had the very similar shirts. And uh, so I don't know what that's all about. He's my, my brother in so many ways, I guess from another mother and father, but my brother, we, we've shared uh, so deeply and uh, over the last almost two years. Uh, we've laughed together, we've cried together, uh, we've shared great times. You've seen me at my worst, and uh, hopefully you've seen me at my best. And uh, we've shared, I don't know, hundreds of stories with each other, probably too many, more than we should have sometimes, I think. But I appreciate you and your crazy ideas, and you've put up with some of my crazy ideas, and you've shot them down wisely, even as some of the elders have. And, and um, thank you for that. I, it's, um, I'm sure I've been tough to work with as, as well at times. Both you and Mandy have been a great support to us, as all the elders and their wives. I've just, uh, just so appreciated them, Vange and I both, and how you've come alongside and, and walked with us in these days. Um, yeah, I, I just pray that God would give you, you and the elders and the rest of the leadership team here at Linden Alliance, just a, a huge outpouring of your spirit, huge wisdom, guidance, and direction in the coming days. For the rest of you, for the whole church, um, so many times I felt inadequate to lead and made mistakes, blunders, missteps, forgotten things, yet you as a church have loved on us and encouraged us. Uh, you've been for there for us, and that has meant just unbelievable amount to us. God has done so much in our lives, and I said this before, how much the, the things that God has done in our lives in the last, last uh, not even eight years, even the last four years, how much how much change God has brought in us. And so we, we just love this church for, for standing with us through all the changes that God has brought about. And so we're just so grateful for this church, for this community as a whole, um, for Acme, Linden, Swalwell, Sunny Slope 3, Hills, Troshu, Carbon, Bicycle, Carstairs, Iracana, Didsbury, did I say Troshu? Well, and yes, even Granger. I know there's a few from Granger that are watching today. You, you know where you live. And for those of you that live beyond that too, we're just so grateful for the opportunity to minister in this community. And, and God has, has blessed us in so many ways. Um, I remember even the first time I walked into Country Cousins and the, the welcome I got from the community that, that day, that afternoon, even though I was kind of nervous about this community and who would, who would welcome a stranger from a city guy from the city. But you were so welcoming and we appreciate that. So... We just want you to know that we're, even though we're going to be around for a little while yet till our house sells, we're so grateful for the opportunity to minister. And when we get up to Edmonton, we, we'll have an extra room. So please don't feel free to stop in and, and visit with us. We'd love to even go for a coffee or whatever. We'd love to have you. Um, as I close, I just want to, I want to read some verses. Um, I was thinking some verses of blessing upon you. I know Pocky sang that song out of out of the book of Numbers, and he's going to come and lead us out at the end. But there's some verses out of the book of Philippians and Ephesians that I want to leave with you. I think they're great verses, even not just for today, but verses for the times in which we are. Paul says this in Philippians. He starts off by saying this. I thank, in Philippians 1, I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. 
It is right for me, it is right for Vange and I to feel this way about all of you since I have you, since we have you in our heart, whether we are in chains or in isolation or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how we long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And then then these these verses out out of Ephesians. And this is my prayer, Paul says, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Oh, I'm sorry, that was out of Philippians. And then there's the verses out of, uh, um, out of Ephesians. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you remembering you in my prayers, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know Him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which He has called you, the riches of His glorious inheritance in His holy people and His incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority power and dominion and every name that is invoked not only in the present age but also in the age to come and god placed all things under his feet and anointed, appointed him to be head over everything for the church which is his body the fullness of Him who fills everything in every way. And then lastly, these verses from chapter 3 of Ephesians, where Paul says this, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family on heaven and on earth, the whole globe, derives its name. I pray that out of His glorious riches He may strengthen you with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you will have power I'm sorry, I pray that you will be rooted and established in love and may have power together with all God's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know His love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to His power that is at work within us, to Him, to Jesus Christ alone, be glory in in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations, forever and ever. And all God's people said, Amen. Vange and I, we love you and we will miss you. May your eyes always be on Jesus. May He do that, may you see that new thing that God wants to do in in your life and in this church today. And that's our prayer for you. God's blessing. Amen. 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 Well, I know we sang this song already, but... We're going to sing it again. And um, and this is our prayer for you, you know. May the Lord bless you and keep you.
make his face shine upon you. May his presence go before you, behind you, beside you, all around you, within you. May his favor be upon you. You and your family and your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. So thank you, Lord. I want to pray this over you, over everybody, Bruce and Manch, as they journey together to the next chapter of their lives. This is our prayer for you as well. <clears throat> Ah. Uh...
and be gracious to you. The Lord turned his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Pray, Lord, that um, bless Bruce and Mange. And Holy Spirit, continue to lead them and guide them and, and direct them and show them the way and let them know that you are with them. And I pray, Father, for the rest of this body, wherever they are, Holy Spirit, just pour out upon them. We love you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, have a good week. And um, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. <laughs>